Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 82 A Fish Story and Unity with Vishal Baradwaj. Hi, pals. I am your host, Al. I am your other. Ho- <coughs> I am going to ruin that take. Mm-hmm. I'm your other host, Maggie. And mm-hmm. I am your guest, Vishal. Hooray! Welcome. It's good to have you back, Vishal. It's been uh-huh. a while. It yeah. has. I think it's been a year, basically. Yeah, you. Um... You have not watched a ton of this series, is that correct? No, I watched all of the Batman series, and then for some mm-hmm. reason, this one never really stuck with me, even though I am a Superman fan. So I just moved yeah, I on to ask. Justice League. Yeah, it's it's got that same thing that Deep Space Nine had, where it's it's an excellent show that just wasn't on people's radars for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and they don't mm. really talk about it much. And it's it's weird because it's it's not always as good as Batman, but it has some highs that are. Every bit is good. It, it does. I, I just, I can understand the appeal of going from Batman to just like, well, now I want to see all the guys. Right. Right. It's like, do you want to watch Superman? Well, yeah, but I can watch Superman with all of his friends. Mm-hmm. I would, I would suggest, like, I mean, you don't have to watch the whole series, but mm-hmm. there are definitely a few highlights. If nothing else, the three-part crossover with Batman, World's Finest, oh, yeah. is right. one of the high points of this animated universe. Yeah. No, I just so I'll, I'll watch all of it now that it's available. So, mm-hmm. well, fair enough. Can you can you stream it there in India? Uh no. Let's not talk about. That. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to trap you into. No, I don't admitting. think so. I might be somewhere, but I I don't think so. I see the, because it's only the weird okay. thing is like our Disney Plus is the service as in they. It's a weird thing because like the Fox uh, network here mm-hmm. had HBO and then mm-hmm. now the mm-hmm. app has some HBO stuff. So like I watch Succession on Disney plus Hotstar, which is what is. Oh, that's app weird. Here. Okay. Because that's a Warner yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like some Warner things come through and some do not. Uh, well, it's a, I know it's a distribution, like yeah. international distribution is mm-hmm. different. No, so. It's like Disney like, plus basically was birthed by Disney buying Fox and then by that measure getting Hotstar, which was their app. That's mm-hmm. fascinating because I've got Disney Plus and it is specifically for Disney properties. Okay, we get... yeah, but overseas they distribute yeah. like it's it's weird. You'll no. see you know companies that hate each other like yeah uh, distributing each other's movies. Mm-hmm. No, and it was a good buy for them because Hotstar was already entrenched. They had decent enough infrastructure. Uh, they've gotten mm-hmm. better thankfully since the Disney buyout. They have the Indian cricket license, which is one of the biggest sports licenses in the world. So, like, literally, wow. my dad was just watching uh, the T20 World Cup final, which is, like, this mm-hmm. big thing. Uh, and, mm-hmm. yeah, like, millions of people. If it was an Indian match right now, it would there would literally, if India had won at this point, there would be fireworks in the street right now. So, wow. huh. it's, it's millions and billions of audience. So... They lucked out on that. But yeah, the, the weird thing is I get this one app called Disney Plus Hotstar that has, you know, HBO stuff, Showtime stuff. <laughs> a Fox weird stuff. mishmash of American yeah. shows that and, have and nothing Indian to do sports, with one another. You know, it's... Uh, Very strange. <laughs> and Disney stuff. 
Well, I was I the I was asking because uh, f- only recently could you stream the show, could you watch the show in high def at all, and now yeah, it's right. available on Blu-ray finally. Mm. But uh, it's been like this was the one that got left out. They restored Batman and Batman Beyond and Justice League, and they just mm. skipped this one. Well, it really mm. is so, like the DS Nine of uh, Super yeah, exactly. superhero shows. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about Superman? No one watches that show. I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta say we've hit a bit of a low period. Like it, this week's pretty good, but. Mm. But the latter part of season three into season four, I've been a little disappointed you, by, you, like, by the show standards. Yeah, you are not wrong about it being very much like, let's get to Justice League. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> week alone, we got yeah. Aquaman showing up. They're like, we don't even want the, the first rung guy, you know, the first tier guys anymore. We'll, yeah. we'll bring an Aquaman. Let's let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And we've already seen, uh, obviously, Batman and Green Lantern mm-hmm. and Flash. And it's like they clearly just want to. It's all set yeah. up until Dwayne McDuffie gets here and yes. kicks ass. Oh, uh, we have so much good oh. stuff of his to look forward to. I am stoked for that. Yeah, I've yeah. actually never I mean, seen uh, Batman Beyond, so I need to check both of those out. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm it's real excited about It's so much better than too. you think. Okay. Yeah. It's like on paper, it sounds like the stupidest idea in the world. And then you watch it and it's like, oh shit, well, oh, and this is good. I read some interview a couple months back where like it's, they're talking to like the writers and stuff and they're all like, yeah, it sounded like the stupidest idea in the world, but uh, you know. <laughs> well, the network, the network made them do it. They're yeah. like, what if a kid was Batman and they're like, in the future? We want a uh, young Batman and the future is very popular right now in uh, uh-huh. what, almost yeah. 2000. So, mm. right. But there's a there's a clear like cyberpunk influence mm-hmm. on it, and there's um like it's the, the writing is darker, I would say, than most of the series. And it's, it's very you, uh, it's very Akira too. Like yeah, yep. it's it's fun to actually see cyberpunk in that time. I was actually mm-hmm. talking to our, our mutual friend Ashwin yesterday, in mm-hmm. fact, and we were, we ended up talking about Johnny Mnemonic, the, oh, the Keanu Reeves film. Uh-huh. And I said, Here's the he, joke I always make about that movie. I always forget about that movie. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that that's a good joke about that movie. Uh, and uh-huh. I I've always liked it. I watched it on VHS back in the day, and he had never seen it. And he was wondering if it's any good. And I said it's decent, but it's it's more important for me that it's cyberpunk made mm-hmm. in the time of cyberpunk, or at least at the end of that era. Right. It's, yeah. it's like a yeah, bookmark like when Hollywood gets to the cool thing yeah. finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the Matrix is not really cyberpunk. It was this new thing that kind of made it forged its own path, and that still holds yeah. up. And Johnny Mnemonic is not yeah. as good, but it's you know, it's it's cyberpunk it's more that of aesthetic, its time. Yeah. And I guess even yeah. the Batman Beyond is so. Mm. Yeah, Batman Beyond, and also you get a chance to catch up with like what Bruce is like fifty years after Batman, and you know, spoiler, not good. <laughs> well, I love one of the things I love about sequel series is, and it's something that you don't see a whole lot of. Um, is that, like, I love the, uh, oh, yeah, um, things got real bad for all of these people. <laughs> well, it, it's not even that things got bad. It's just he he kept acting exactly yeah. the same as we knew he would, and everyone left him, and he's alone in that giant house. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. um... Angry and bitter. When uh, Force Awakens came out, and I was just like, oh, things really didn't work out for these guys, huh? Uh. Mm-hmm. Good couple of years, and then things got start to suck. <laughs> yeah, well... You know, one day they'll figure it out, but probably not. <laughs> All right. We probably should start talking about these episodes. Oh, yeah, probably. Michelle, mm. uh, why don't you tell us what happens in A Fish Story? A Fish Story is, believe it or not, actually about fish. Uh, mm-hmm. Fish are attacking people everywhere. And to investigate these reports of fish attacks, 
Lois and Jimmy go out on Bibbo's boat. Uh, and of course, they're attacked by Orca, which are totally not fish. How dare you? <laughs> they are, however, assholes, which is accurate to real life too. So they attack <laughs> the boat and mm-hmm. nearly sink uh, Lois and Bibbo and especially Jimmy, who just like goes away with a whimper. And Lois is like, Jimmy. As if it's just... She's got a great little like, <laughs> Jimmy, no. No, but the best part is it's like, it's Jimmy. And then Jimmy. And he's just mm-hmm. under like two feet of water, clearly. But, you know, <laughs> she's, you she's can, given you up can... for him already. She's, this this 16-year-old yep. can't swim. We know this. Mm-hmm. We later find out he can't drive. <laughs> you can watch her realize, oh, that guy died. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well. Uh-huh. But anyway, the good thing is that even though they don't have the radio working anymore, uh, this show is silver age enough that Jimmy has his Superman pager watch. And so <laughs> here he comes to save the day. That's a Mighty Mouse <laughs> reference, you kids. Yeah. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll, oh, I got it. Oh, well, you're old enough, so... Your parents will love it. <laughs> they did. <laughs> anyway, so saved, J- Lois and Jimmy moved their investigation to a marine biology institute slash SeaWorld deal where Dr. Cardi uh, tells them they were probably trying to mate with Jimmy or something and produce an elusive ginger orca. <laughs> Lois smells a red herring, no relation, oh. and finds an orange-shirted man in a fish tank, also no relation. It's Aquaman, back before he became a Dothraki or had that hook for a hand. <laughs> Lex Luthor is behind this, of course. And Lois being discovered, Cardi and his goons move them out while Jimmy looks for parking. Yes, really, this actually <laughs> happens. Jimmy is busy looking for parking. And then he crashes the car. But to the actual plot, Lex has been testing some underwater explosives no doubt to increase coastal real estate. <clears throat> and now Atlantis, the actual Atlantis, is on the brink of war with the surface world, or at least Californian real estate industries. So Lex tells Cardi to get rid of both Lois and Aquaman. For some reason, this is actually a thing that works or seems to work in the Lex's brain. And Cardi takes them to a garbage dump where Aquaman attacks them with telepathically controlled seagulls. Yeah. And, but Lois flattens a goon with a motorcycle. I love you, Lois Lane. They escape by land via bike and then by sea via shark while Superman is on their trail after Jimmy finally found parking and told Clark about the parking. Jimmy is useless. Other than that watch, really. Reunited, Superman and Lois head to Luthor's ship in international waters where the tests are imminent. And Aquaman and Soups make short works of the subs and bombs via various judicious deployments of electric eels, giant squid, and in Superman's case, upper body strength. It turns out that not only is Aquaman king of Atlantis, but they're a fully capable militarized force to obliterate Luthor's ship with one of the, his when one of his trigger-happy goons tries to harpoon fish guy. Superman talks the Atlanteans down from all-out war, thankfully, and easily, and they return to the briny depth to an oversized pineapple under the sea where there'll be no trilobite at all. Oh, very good. Uh, I gotta say, if you think Jimmy's only useful feature is the signal watch, uh, he only got it about two episodes ago. <laughs> Well, it's time we're to nearly use at this, the end of I the guess. Series. Yeah. This, so this Jimmy is, is more useless than the Lois and Clark Jimmy. Ooh. Both of them. Mm. 
A character I, so useless that I forgot he was on that show. There were two of them. <laughs> As in two actors played Jibbe. They were both just completely useless. That's weird. They I did ever the same thing show. in Smallville. Like, they had two Jimmys because the first one died. Oh, oh okay. that's terrible. I mean, not, it, not, not the actor, like... Oh, they okay. killed oh, Jimmy. Okay, they killed off Jimmy Olsen, and then his cousin Jimmy Olsen showed up. <laughs> it's his French cousin Jimmy. <laughs> Not very imaginative are the Olsons. Jimmy, I know for a fact that you're just you wearing a beret and a fake mustache. Uh, no, I am. Are uh, you say Jimmy Olsen? I mean, one hundred percent. That scene you just described. <laughs> that scene you just described 100% happened in the Matt Fraction it, Jimmy Olsen it sure did series. everything um, I say in English must be repeated in French in a font no less than 70% as big mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a typography joke for you international kids uh-huh. I know this because we once worked with a Canadian client and that was literally a requirement by law <laughs> gotta have our kids. did you this is this is going completely off topic, but because you are a Succession fan and got me into that ridiculous show, <laughs> did you see? Did you see the meme making the rounds about the FBI guys having each one of them having different typefaces on the back of their FBI jackets? No, I haven't seen this yet. But I, I oh, I gotta uh, show you. I haven't it's caught great. up with season three yet, but <laughs> yeah. There's just there's a there's an FBI raid and each okay. I don't know what the costuming guys were doing but each one <laughs> each FBI it's like one's in Helvetica one's in like a serif font it's wow it's hilarious. that's a funny. serif font yep yep okay hey, anyway I'm just um, a female body inspector you know yeah <laughs> hey that guy's not the female body inspector um so Aquaman yeah mm, yeah pretty good. I yep. I was I was shocked that we got uh, classic orange shirt Aquaman because mm. uh, I know hookhand Aquaman shows up in uh, Justice League. Yeah, it'll be the same guy. He just he falls on hard times and loses an arm. I was just saying, like, <laughs> dude has a rough couple of years. He loses a hand and a shirt. Yeah, they're um and a like it's not face. a. There's one or two of the sort of expanded DC Universe guys that they kind of get a do-over on mm-hmm. with Justice League, but I'm pretty sure there's continuity there. I'm pretty sure mm. it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's wild um, to think that all of these work together as one universe. I I mean, breaking I through from it. Batman to Superman was the hardest part, mm-hmm. but after mm-hmm. that, I think I think they've done a pretty good is, job. Uh, is he still voiced by Miguel Ferrer? I believe so. That's and look, awesome. I love oh, that yeah. guy. We, we are huge fans of that guy. Mm-hmm. I do think they're spreading him a little thin, though. I mean, like, if they just want to give him Aquaman, I'm pretty okay with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was good to hear him. It's mm-hmm. just like, weren't you just the weather wizard? And weren't you just some other guy from some planet we went to a few weeks ago? Yeah, or... I, don't, I don't care about the weather wizard. I do care about Aquaman. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, it's a good choice. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, you know, Aquaman... Are, there may be people out there at this point who are too young to remember that Aquaman was a joke, actually. I mean, DC has worked so hard to like make him not a joke over yeah, the past but, 30 years. But but prior to that, mm-hmm. those of us in, in sort of our 30s and older remember Aquaman was the, the, the useless one on the Justice mm-hmm. League. He had the stupid powers. He the like super on Super Friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd ride around on a giant seahorse and go, I have to contact that shark. I mean, most yeah, of us have seen the... that, that gif of him uh, water skiing with on two flying yep. fish or something. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got the uh, the ooray coming out of his mm-hmm. of his forehead. Uh, I will say this. Uh, this episode absolutely had, when he was trying to talk to fish, uh, 
the woo 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 sound. Oh, they had a very similar sound effect. They mm-hmm. just didn't do the ooh ray. The, no. You know, the, the concentric I, rings coming out. I mean, we're, it's not like they've defined Superman's powers all that well either. And rightly so. I think all fiction should do that ambiguity. Oh, but, yeah. But, but Aquaman being able to talk to seagulls because they're the creature of the sea. <laughs> I am so glad you brought that up because I was very much like, I'm going to make this my bad thing. No. No. That's sort of my bad bad thing, but like just the sort of the general idea of, and it's a, let me, you know, disclaimer, this is a very minor bad thing because I love this and I love Mm -hmm. the whole, you know, Atlantis is actually there. It is a functional Mm -hmm. living kingdom thing. But this whole, you know, divide between, okay, I'm in the sea and the sea is my domain and, you know, he tells Superman, oh, but they're polluting your sky just like they are my sea. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's all interconnected, you know. It's I, not like it's... <laughs> I, I, I like that Aquaman's assumption is that Superman is like Birdman, basically. <laughs> like, he lives in the sky. <laughs> yep. He's super, I, because, I, you know, from the French su- super, which is like, it's about things, not su. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> All the French speakers in our audience are going to love that. Sur, sur, they might be. Uh, sorry, Make up I got that wrong. Sue is underneath. Sue, Sue. Ah. Um, yeah. I, the, the seagull thing, I, my assumption is he's controlling the fish in their <laughs> There you go. But then by by ancestral memory, there's a part of us that's all that is fish. So like, mm-hmm. can he just control any of us? Okay. Or, yeah, that's a good point. Or can he only control those of us who are, you know, ocean oriented like could he potentially therefore control Mitch Buchanan from Baywatch Nights who is that oh, from... oh Baywatch Nights Jesus Christ I thought hey, it was like oh was... is that an Olympic swimmer maybe no, no, Man, no, I haven't no, had to think Baywatch. about Baywatch Nights in a while mm-hmm. Baywatch that was Nights, the one where they solved mysteries both yeah seasons. that was Baywatch combined with X-Files yep. no no that was the second season the first season was straight mysteries and then they're like mm, then you know this isn't working let's do we, we could get stupid. X-Files is very X-Files. popular right now. Yeah. What if they solved beach crimes? I mean, they probably did. <laughs> Haunted no. beach crimes. No, no, this was Scully, nights. They were rarely this. by the beach. They were in, you know. Well, what bay were they watching Los then? Mm. Oh, this was literally his night job. Oh, wow. So it was okay. still David Hasselhoff, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was David like Hasselhoff he... and Angie Harmon, which was like the reason I watched that show. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone watched those shows for the pretty people, and that was it. Mm-hmm. No, it was the, I mean, the riveting plots, Al. Come on. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, clearly. And the the, uh, the gorgeous cinematography, I mm-hmm, assume. Mm-hmm. The, yes, yeah. I mean, the, the 90s aesthetic, it was just, you know, it was it was the height of that uh, era. So, Well, we all... all know how much I love the 90s aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> it is your favorite thing. Um, you don't know me at all, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, since we're doing bad things, Maggie, what do you got? Uh, what do I got? Uh, da, 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 da. Daily Planet sure gonna love all those pictures of marine life that Jimmy's been taking. <laughs> like, it's not even like like fish are attacking. It's like Jimmy's just like, wow, a whale. Well, what I like is, okay, so he and Lois are sent out on, on Bibbo's boat. Mm-hmm. So presumably that's like a, I don't know. It's a, yes, of course. I was waiting for that. Um, but presumably, that's either a human interest story or there's a story there. I don't know. But they're they're there for some journalist journalistic reasons. They, mm-hmm. they say that they, there are reports of fish attacking people, so they're going there to check go. that out. Okay, 
yeah, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but Jimmy's uh, uh, camera falls in the ocean or gets eaten by a shark or whatever. It's, it gets eaten, eaten by, a by a snapping turtle. Right. That's right. A, a turtle mm-hmm. inexplicably swims by, eats his camera, and then goes away. It's not like part of the, you know, part of the plot or something. Yep. It's just a random turtle. Aquaman's um, like, no flash photography. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, okay, so they're out there to get a story. Jimmy lost his camera. So then later they're at SeaWorld, and he's like, I bet I could pass these off as photos from the ocean, and the chief will never even know. That's funny, <laughs> actually. Yeah. That's what I think he's doing there, is is trying to say, no, this is Lois, and I got these out at sea. Really, I can see the glare of the aquarium, James. <laughs> also, there's a small boy in the background trying to feed krill to a whale-like. Yeah, he was he was there on the boat with mm-hmm. us, chief. Uh-huh. Holy. That's, uh... I got an interview with that kid. Uh, it says here he likes whale. Uh-huh. Uh, Olsen, Jimmy was particularly useless in this mm-hmm. one, though, yeah. Olsen, you're fired. Probably for the best. <laughs> I mean, he's he's 16, I think. He's got his learner's permit. I thought he was older than 16, but apparently I not. sure did, too. Like, like, I, I don't thought know he was how to his, drive, like, but is, is it really right foot... Uh, gas left foot clutch and not left foot brake or is that something i'm just completely missing i don't drive a a, a stick shift so mm. i'm not sure yeah and i don't yeah, drive yeah. at all so but i do know he's already the car is already moving and he doesn't know which pedal does which no, i feel like you need to sort the, that out before we, you we turn to, the key you know we need to zero in on this because he's basically been left to circle that uh giant parking lot in perpetuity because he can't mm-hmm. find parking yep See, now, I think there's some actual, like, tension there. The anxiety of him trying to find parking and people honking at him. Like, I can relate to that in a, yeah. in a comic relief way, not yeah, in an yeah. actual we, Superman story way. We've but, all like, been oh, there. God. I feel it, Jimmy. This, this mm-hmm. sucks. Yep. <laughs> Just drive because around the block, Jimmy. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah, take your time. They're and, driving when she spots Luthor's car, goes mm-hmm. into the... Uh, facility, finds Aquaman, gets caught by Cardi, they load both of them, presumably they have to get the guy out of the tank, into the cuffs and the chains, and then get him into the Luthor truck, and then that's the thing that swerves Jimmy off the road and into the spikes. So, it's quite a to-do. And not a very interesting one, but you know, Mm -hmm. they're running out of things to give James to do, I suppose. They they need a way for you know, super for Clark to find out that Lois is missing in a way that is, you know, yeah. And I like, I like that Jimmy goes to Clark with that Mm. because he just used the signal watch when they were Mm -hmm. out at sea. He doesn't want to bug Superman again Mm. already. Again, I kind of feel his anxiety. Like, oh, I just called him. He's going to hate me. Yeah. I'll I'll tell Clark. Can you, Clark, can you tell Superman? (laughs) I know you know him. I just don't want him to be mad at me. I think I think I just got in as his friend. I don't want to fuck this up. He just gave me his phone number. I don't want to call him every day. I have never related more to Jimmy Olsen than I do now. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I mean. I feel like I found it a bit relatable, but it seemed very much your sort of uh-huh. anxiety uh, wavelength there. Oh, having to talk to people, having to drive. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a, Fish it's are a around. Bad, it's a yeah. bad dream. <laughs> yeah. He does get to hang out with the famous Lois Lane, which just last week he was saying, like, only only really special people get to do. So. Mm-hmm. And Bibbo. Uh, yes. And Bibbo. Uh-huh, very, the, the most special person of all. Bibbo's body is the ultimate male physique. You may not like it, but it's true. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, boy, I sure look, hope I could find a shirt that fits. Oh well. I I grew up on a peninsula. It was all fishermen and and like oyster fishers and and crab like you know crab people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crabbers? you know people who caught. Yes, yes, they're called that, but I didn't think anyone would know what that is. <laughs> I think we can do but um, it seems logical. But I'm saying it is hard, labor-intensive work. Oh, if Bibbo yeah. can do that and look like that, then maybe it is the ideal physique. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I I live in Mumbai. It's a huge coastal community, and yes, most of the actual fisher folk do look like that. Yeah, and like I say, it's hard work. It's not like it's they're lazy. Very, yeah, it's not no. like they're letting themselves get soft. Extremely hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been out on those boats and it, ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, pass, hard pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, speaking of boats, my bad thing. Lex's ship has a bunch of uniformed navy guys on it, so either he has the authority to boss around the actual military, which is bad, mm. or these random Lex Corp henchmen are wearing I think actual military uniforms, which is I also th- bad. I think they're merchant navy, so merchant navy does have uniforms, and yes, it does have those uniforms. That's okay. that's accurate. Okay, all right. Weirdly. Well, fair enough. Just love being I, in I, charge I wasn't, of the navy. Yeah, I wasn't entirely clear on that, but uh, he's not the president no, I'm, yet. I'm, I'm looking up at least the Indian merchant navy, and I assume the rest of the merchant navies of the world have those uniforms. So. We, I mean, I, I, at least one of my friends growing up, his mom was a merchant marine, so I know they're a thing, but I don't mm. know, I don't know anything beyond that. But uh, you might be right. Uh, speaking of the the hench uniforms, though, this was uh, one of the good things I found. Those fucking the LexCorp henchman outfits, <laughs> those rule. Those yeah. pulp ass Buck Rogers looking mm-hmm. fucking henchmen yeah, I didn't outfits. know if so these, these had showed up before because I was like, oh wow, he has uh, you know logo branded uniforms on his truck no, Lex, and on the... Lex disappeared for like a whole season. We haven't seen Lex really? in a long yeah, time. Yeah, this is what so, he went to yeah. do. I just yeah, assumed he was just all this. there all the time. You would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. We certainly did when we were going into this. Yeah. No, he was in like almost not. I don't think he's been in any of season four. Yeah. So like, and he came back strong with this one with those. With, I think like he must say, have gone branding. up to Gotham and seen all the, the branded henchman uniforms there and yeah, and these guys are just like losers who scrape this together. I'm yeah. a billionaire. <laughs> We're mercy, right much better. better. Branding, Mercy. Mm-hmm. Write that down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mercy. I don't remember much of her. She is she like a robot or something? Or no, no, no. she's just no. Awesome. She's very human. We dealt okay. with that in a, in a previous because episode. she has no she's... expression at all in this episode. And she's kind of like mm. like the ship is sinking, and he's like Mercy or whatever. Let's get out of here. And she's just like, ah, oh, okay. I guess I'll pilot the helicopter mm, out of this just, sinking uh... ship. Another day. This Lex is a regular Corp. day for her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, they've they've did an episode where they showed like her her sort of tragic backstory where he kind of rescued her off the streets and she owes him everything and he still treats her like garbage. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Okay, because I I always like the design of her. It's you know TMI, yeah. but it's like it's exactly in my wheelhouse as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, it's you know she's she's very sexy. There's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean I weirdly enough this was my other good thing about Aquaman is. A little sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, he's like they've they've really gone for this sort of. I don't know. There's this. Um, is the Maggie? You helped me out with this. Is it Joshua Middleton who does those great covers? Oh, with gosh, Aquaman I'm not now. Sh- uh, oh, the recently. Stuff? That, yeah, that I think these beautiful, beautiful uh, covers art where the, the Aquaman is very much like that. He's the clean. Oh cut. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I've seen. I haven't these. seen these are that, but gorgeous. 
Yeah. But He's I like, I mean, amazing. It's like uh, a more stylized uh, 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 Alex uh, Ross. Alex Ross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very nice. Like it's a little well, more uh, cartoony, but God, it looks good. And he what does like the is... classic one. Mm-hmm. There's this beautiful cover where it's just like the camera is half above the water, half underneath with these sharks. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, I'm looking at it right now. The Jesus. classic one. Oh, wow. That is. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And he, well, uh, what I like is this Aquaman is physically attractive, but also just mm-hmm. his personality. Like he's very much sort of the strong, silent, like, like I, the, I got a vibe between him and Lois. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It's uh, like, look, it, it comes back to that. Him. It comes back to that thing. We were talking about Namor where, you know, Namor and uh, Sue Storm kind of mm-hmm. have this thing going on, right? Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah. Kind of done that. They definitely gave him that sort of anti-hero. You know where he's coming from, but also we can't yeah. let him wipe mm-hmm. out the entire yeah. surface because that's where we live. Well, and, and I, I would not have picked Miguel Ferrer to do his voice. Like if you were asking me mm-hmm. to uh, audition a Aquaman voice, I wouldn't have picked him. But good God, he was good. Well, this he guy's yeah. angry and relentless, mm-hmm. and that's a good choice for that. Yeah, intense Aquaman. No one has ever done that. Even to this day, the you know the the big movie, which I don't think either of you have seen, but I have. No. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable, but Momoa is, you know, for all his intensity and is known for being... Well, he's you got know, the physical presence. Yeah, he's got the physical presence, but they, they do play it a lot goofier, and it's interesting to have an, an intense Aquaman. Well, don't he's they? not, mm-hmm. you know, he's not intense like Batman, but mm-hmm. he's just, like, he's there, you know. Isn't well, he more sort of a toned-down, like, uh, like uh, outrageous Aquaman? Hmm. Well, he's, he's, he's a king, and he's pissed off that people keep mm-hmm. you know like throwing garbage at him like i i get it yeah but again they really rehabilitated his his image cuz he was such a joke before mm-hmm. yeah and it's a proper threat and I, that was one of the i think that's my good thing that all the designs look great but especially the mm-hmm. uh, the atlantean sub sub when it shows up mm-hmm. finally like it's oh, three there's a, times there's a bit of as, a black manta yeah. influence oh, oh yeah, yeah that's the thing yeah that, absolutely when it showed up, I thought, oh, wait, are they doing Black Manta as well? Are they, you know, teamed up here or something? But no, it, it's mm-hmm. just the Atlantean stuff. And it looks kick-ass. It's, mm-hmm. You can understand yeah. that these guys are, you know, they're not fooling around when they say that we will literally just, you know, <laughs> we will get, uh, send you back to the storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Superman's got to, like, intervene on their behalf and say, hey, please don't. Please, please don't. This is not, I don't want to get into this right now. Yeah, yeah come on, please. man. I was on your side, but. Please don't kill these people. I, I like some of them, especially her. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, come I on, mean, I still guys, haven't asked her out on. four years into the show, mm-hmm. but, you know. Like, look at her. You do, You get this, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Maggie, this is your good thing. Lois is finally back. <laughs> oh, man. So Lois is back this time. She's been gone for Ooh. a while. Yeah, she also just disappeared huh. inexplicably. She's she's popped up for, like, one background line. Yeah, but she'll she's show been up for, like, for a gag season. and then disappear. She actually wow. did things in this episode. Yeah, uh, and the scene of Lois Goddamn Lane knocking some <laughs> Racer X looking motherfucker over on a motorcycle might be the hottest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, <laughs> in my life. Uh, they, p- they put her in a new outfit, by the way, mm-hmm. which Vishal, I'm sure you know. Animation every time they yeah, they because put I remember a character the purple. In a new she has like a purple suit usually, mm-hmm. or like a mauve. She's she's got three or four dresses mm-hmm. or skirts that they put her in regularly, so they switch it up, so she's not always wearing the same thing, but. Every now and then they put her in yet something else, and it's like, oh, good, more work for the animators. Well, and I like this was a brand new one again. I like uh, casual boat Lois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. She has boat shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so many it's, costumes, it's great. so few Lois action figures. Like, come on, guys. Uh, there's no, no official one. 
it's more of a lois episode than a superman episode he it shows is. up and does the oh, yeah. you know the the breaking through walls and shit which is always hilarious you know use a window yeah. uh, mm-hmm. especially on lothar's things that's that's very clear <laughs> oh yeah What's He's def- done with this guy. It's definitely got that vibe that uh, the Green Lantern one had, where it's like, "Hey, we got the new the new uh, superhero. Check him out." And Superman will kind of take I, a back seat. But it's more Come of on. a lowest episode than either of those in some mm-hmm. ways for me. Yeah, that's true. And I like, like I said, I like that she's kind of into Aquaman. They don't really explore oh, it. Oh yeah. But yeah. There's a point where they're on the motorcycle, and he kind of reaches over and touches her hand. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, is this going to be like a love triangle thing? This would be all right." I kind of love like, trident, I guess, with Aquaman. Y- yep. You know, I, I do live by the sea. It's like, mm. uh huh. I, I I like that Lois is just like the like all superheroes are kind of into Lois. Oh yeah. Well, also, Superman has yet to ask her out mm-hmm. four years into the show. She's she's already dated Batman. Yeah. She's like, ah, fuck it. I'm I'm just going for your your friends now. So are we doing this or what? Oh, I don't know. Uh, hmm, mm-hmm. Amber waves of wheat or something. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so. That's a line from I think it's America the Beautiful, one of our dumb patriotic songs. Mm-hmm. But okay. the 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 joke was like he doesn't like waves. He likes amber waves of grain, which I thought was kind of cute. <laughs> But um, no, I liked uh, uh, like you say, Maggie. She she kicks ass in that scene. But not only that, you have this barrel-chested sort of ideal of a Bruce Tim mm-hmm. action hero, mm. and she's she's driving the action there. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's very good. Just I love she asks him. She asks him if he can fly when <laughs> when it leads her off a cliff. Oh yeah, it's a it's a very Indiana Jones like. Um, Fly, yes. Land, no. <laughs> it's like, fly, no. <laughs> That's very good. Aqua, Aquaman, come on. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, what else? I, I um, love the... the. So what basically sets the, the, the episode off is uh, Aquaman's imprisoned, and so all of the like sea monsters, Earth sea monsters, all the sea creatures are freaking out. And I love that. Oh, yeah. It's such a cool idea to, like... Well, I think he's probably summoning them, like, hey, get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, we're fish, man. We can we can bump into some boats, but we can't break you out of a lab. Does anyone know how I can get uh, onto a truck that will drive me to where Aquaman is? Uh-huh. I love uh, Lex's scientist guy just, like, shoving him in a jar mm-hmm. and studying him. He refers to him as the creature. Yep. Like, yeah. he just looks like a dude. Mm-hmm. Who is he this doesn't have creature? gills. He doesn't have like a mermaid tail or gills. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like a guy. It's a blonde dude wearing a shirt. Like he's wearing yeah. a shirt. I don't know why that's the, the creature. It's, who is this this horrible monster from the sea? Um and hi. He can breathe underwater, but also he can clearly breathe out of mm-hmm. the water. So even like he could pass for human is my point. Yeah. A horrible so. creature. Yep. It's hideous. Mm-hmm. It's it's that dog from um, uh, from the enemy within all over again. Yep. Also, <laughs> oh, that vicious creature. Also, the amount of times I wrote, "I'm a whale biologist," while I watch that guy do uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> Very much so. Mm-hmm. Precious hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Indeed. Oh, I liked. We don't get Aquaman's backstory because we don't need it. Yeah. What I like mm. is he efficient. explains. He explains how his power efficient. Uh, oh. right. Yeah, okay. That'll um, be old. Yeah, I, believe me, I know. I will see myself out. <laughs> but I like, he explains to Lois in one sentence, 
yes, I have the power to talk to things from the ocean, and that's it. Like that's all we need. Yeah. It's including it's seagulls. Like, well, or the fish and whales. Mm-hmm. and whales. I mean, whales aren't fish either, as you pointed yep. out. Turtles, whales, seagulls. Mm-hmm. So really, all what he them. should have done is get the seagulls to commandeer a truck, and then go <laughs> and get them. <laughs> Well, of all those options, obviously seagulls are the ones, you know, not like otters that have, like, you know, can manipulate tools, but seagulls for sure. I wish... I um, mean, the seagulls could have taken a bunch of sea turtles, because we know that they can chew through cameras, which were pretty mm, tough in the 90s, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, These that's weren't true. digital cameras. These had to, like, hold on to film. No, and it wasn't a disposable. It, like it, was a, yeah. it was a professional camera. Yeah. yeah, it was an SLR, so it's, like, proper magnesium alloy body, probably, so... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the seagulls, and then you get them to get the sea turtles, and then you, they all form like a flotilla of mm-hmm. uh, sea turtle seagull things that are like the the shield helicarrier, and then but, they go and they bust Aquaman out of the mm-hmm. uh, out of the training facility. What you do? There's a was it a Greek philosopher I think who was killed by a bird dropping a turtle on him. Yep. Yeah. You, you do that trick. The the only thing I want to see in the world is the uh, Lex's Lex's. Uh, uh, scientist guy who's working in his lab with uh, Aquaman. The doorbell rings. And you hear, mm-hmm. pizza delivery, ma'am. <laughs> or or one of his one of his assistants, because mm-hmm. he's like, uh, I'm busy. Can you get the door? Um, It's a bunch of seagulls and turtles to see you. <laughs> I'll see if he's here. Sir? Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. <laughs> the the good thing man. is this reminded me of parts of New Frontier, which, uh-huh. again... Has Aquaman show up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, later on. Yeah. And there's, a, there's a... Okay. No, I said there's a similar Lois dynamic there, but it's not quite... She, this, Her and Superman are not like the main characters of that comic, but it's... No, a, it's an ensemble thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, in fact, we covered the, the video adaptation of that for our Patreon sometime. Yeah. I've, and, uh, I've never seen of, it because the, the book it, is just so perfect for perfect, me. Perfect, yeah, I it kind is. Of, yep. You know, and it's it's done in widescreen, not to digress, but you know that no, entire fine. that, that I mean, entire book is is widescreen panels. It's just like the yeah. storyboard for yeah. a great film. Yeah, I, no, and he was still alive like when they made yeah. it, so like he he had input on it, but it just right, it was right. they, they cut a lot of stuff yeah, out. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but I, mean, I forgot like, that the book is both just the both perfect. Darwin Cook and uh, Dwayne McDuffie are gone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. More of that, please. Uh, yep. Oh god, I can't um, believe they're both gone. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. That sucks. That two of my favorite comics. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it just made myself sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, not to get too off topic, but like we lost uh uh my favorite comics guy, my favorite one of my favorite musicians, uh the dude from the Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. Adam Yauch, oh, and then my favorite author, Terry Pratchett, yep. all within like two or three years of each other. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh come on. Every medium just lost my favorite guy. Mm-hmm. Uh all right, we need to we need oh, to start yeah. wrapping this episode uh, up yeah. so we can. So, uh, uh, wait, did we do uh, the quote? Uh, uh, we haven't no. yet. I have one or two other things I want to I want to point oh, sure. out Let's just real them. quick first. Yeah. There's a there's a um, there's a moment when the boat is being attacked by the various sea creatures, and uh, uh, Superman shows up and causes uh, two whales to jump out of the air free willy <laughs> style and and bonk heads. <laughs> yes. And if they did that trick at Sea World, I would actually go to Sea World. Mm-hmm. I think. With Superman there, absolutely. He, oh, he is that nice, what I, he nicely just they like dives out of the water because he can do that, you know, of his own free will. He can fly, and it's just this nice synchronized swimming moment where the two whales just bonk each other. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. 
I don't, they don't even play it for laughs, but it no, absolutely delighted me. The animators had fun, I can tell you that. Yep. Um, and the, the other thing I wanted to mention was Lois, because uh, uh, Lex was talking about his assets, and uh, she, <laughs> she manages to get the line yes. in, uh, your assets are getting kicked. Oh, so just, good. Uh, I, I love you, Lois. Mm-hmm. That's that's almost the kids love Superman moment, but yes. they, do, well, they, they... Do, they do mention mating rituals before, and you know, it, it, that's pretty on the nose too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Fisher fucking Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> They, mm. they may have been it might it may have been part of a mating ritual yeah they sunk our boat because they're horny mm-hmm. I mean that's they're what humping us so like a dog uh-huh <laughs> all right anything else before we do the quote uh it's everything I got no that's it it's fun okay, what do you got the show well yeah, the, there's a bunch of decent quotes but uh, this one happens just after Lois is taken away seemingly by a shark or eaten by a shark where uh it turns out she's not of course. And then mm-hmm. this happens. Are you all right? Are you nuts? That was a great white. Yes. Lucky he was passing by. I've got ten more circling us right now. Hope they're not hungry. Want me to ask them? That was very mm-hmm. good. That shark was smooth as hell. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> I, I was just I was just wishing that the shark had actually just like eaten swallowed her whole and they just like came. Up to shore, <laughs> oh, it, it ends up carrying her the way a mother kitten carries, or a yeah, mother but, cat carries a kitten, but just she, like carefully in its mouth. You, but look, just it's a shark. It can't really go above the water because mm-hmm. it's a, not quite a whale, but it's you know it's more fish. It can't than breathe whale. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, can, it can't breathe up there. She can't breathe down there. Mm-hmm. But she, he's right. dragging her along at the bottom. Got to keep her head up, but that's it. Yeah. Um. There is a moment where. Uh, Superman's watching this from like a, a cliff, uh, watching the ocean, and Aquaman gives him this perfect dead ass stare. Yeah. Just locks eyes with him, does not move as a shark takes him shark. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it is such a badass moment. That's right. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. That's what. Uh-huh. I have a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Are we ready to push forward to you? All right. Yes. What do you got? Uh, all right. So Supergirl, excited to celebrate spring break. Woo! Heads out for an exciting <laughs> time away in Metropolis. It's a rich, full trip that includes hanging out with Superman, Lois, and having Jimmy take her picture like the creep that he is. She is not thrilled to return to Smallville and even less thrilled to find out that Smallville has been invaded by a giant alien parasite that's possessing everyone in town and sounds like professional character actor and my favorite news radio guy, Stephen Root. Parasite has been extending its Stephen Roots all over town, possessing everyone Supergirl cares about, Mon Mon Pa Kent, and also local wieners that she's ambivalent to, like uh, the weird sweaty kid at the bus stop that reads mid-90s comics like Gun Girl. I remember Gun Girl, weird sweaty kid. It was Wizards' top ten pick six months in a row, and not because of the stirring dialogue. Anyway, Supergirl and also Superman attempt to defeat the Steven Root monster, but they mostly fail and fly Ma Kent away to a hospital where the doctors diagnose her with brain worms as, as, quote, really weird and also gross. The man and Lady of Steel return to Smallville and shoot various lasers at the big gross tentacle monster for a while in a scene that I would describe as awesome. Also, Steven Root's main host body turns into a big monster until he, too, is lasered to death. Later, Supergirl remarks that it's nice to have things back to normal. Weren't you just complaining about how boring everything was? Pa Kent asks. Shut up, Pa, Supergirl says, snapping his neck like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> Went a little Zack Snyder at the end there. 
So it's the only this is way. completely your jam. It sure was. Like this, I can't think of a more designed exactly for Maggie's mm-hmm. aesthetic th- episode know. than this. The only thing that could possibly have made this better is that Batgirl showed up too. <laughs> we do get a reference to we do. Yeah. Uh, uh, Supergirl's writing a letter to uh, uh, Mon Pod, just like, I wish Barbara were uh, were here. Oh, no, what she says, is, so she's doing the, the tourist uh-huh. thing. And because she's got like uh, powerful friends now, or, you know, connected mm-hmm. friends, like she's hanging out with Lois, she's hanging, like, which then gives her access to celebrities. She hangs out with the Metropolis baseball team who makes them their, her Batgirl, mm-hmm. uh, their Batgirl. That's it, yes. And she's like, Barbara would be so jealous. <laughs> that was a good little, little joke. That, I thought. that whole montage of just like photos of her doing, doing stuff in Metropolis is so charming. I loved it. Yeah. So just I everything that, a teen I girl would want to do. Episode yeah, me too. I would have happily just watched having that. these short little vignettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. We did get the uh, Batman episode where she shows up, and she and Barbara are just instantly the best yep. of friends, and that was hmm. that was excellent. Yeah, I love this this sort of white t-shirt glove Supergirl version. Yeah, I, I I love the gloves so much, and I don't know why, but they're just I do adorable. not care for the gloves, but everything else. Uh, but your your good thing was basically that this is this is oh, a, an episode. For yeah, you, this yes. uh, the, yeah. The, the Unity monster is just a big gross tentacle monster, and like this is the easiest goddamn good thing that your girl has ever had to pick. It looks yeah, awesome. True. It's a Look, big. I, oh, sorry. No, it's a big blue fucking tentacle monster that extends tentacles to everyone else in town, so that they shoot tentacles out of their mouths to attack people. It's got gross fish eye things all over it, like it's a Mike Mignola drawing. It ruled. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I wonder if Mike Mignola was involved in some of these. He was there on some of these shows, I think. Yeah, he he designed Mr. Freeze. He, yeah, yeah know, I, but, uh, I would not yeah. be surprised. The uh, It the, is very Mignola, actually, it, now that you... The, 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 there's a drawing in the first Hellboy miniseries that I specifically was mm-hmm. thinking of, and that was out by the time uh, uh, this episode yeah. came out, so I wouldn't be surprised. No, and especially those eyes, those those rows of eyes, it's yes. almost like a, a pincushion pattern. It's it's very Benyola. Yeah. Now, I, I can't unsee it now. Yeah. I, I also definitely saw an anime influence, and I go to Akira because I don't know a ton mm-hmm. of anime, unfortunately. No, but, that's, um, that's definitely a huge influence at the time, especially it was one of the few anime mm-hmm. that you could even get. That was yeah. one of the first yeah, ones oh, I yeah. saw. Your local video so, store yeah. would have three, all of which were uh, hardcore porno. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Urotsuki Doji. <laughs> yes, same. <Yep. laughs> Fist of the North Star, Akira, mm-hmm. Urotsuki Doji, and oh, if did I'm you... even saying that right. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Did... Ghost did you in not the Shell, have... yeah. Yeah, yeah. As well. Did you not have better luck in India being closer to Japan as you were? No, think, we like, didn't get no. any of that kind of stuff. We got some, because it would have to come through, there was almost no subtitle stuff, so it, you'd get ah. some stuff, uh, you know, and I was living in, in the Gulf at the time, so it was like heavily mm-hmm. censored if it even came through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I started watching anime more by the time broadband came up and mm-hmm. people started like you know frankly pirating them because there was not even right any other way to see them. My uh, my buddy but, uh, had a the, uh, newest store down in downtown Vancouver that uh, stocked hmm. uh, like uh, anime VHS and DVDs, and that's where we got all of ours from. We paid yeah. an insane price for them. Oh, see, yeah. I grew up effectively in Smallville. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
and uh, you know, before most people had the internet, certainly before you could watch video over the internet, yeah. and uh, like, so there was no city for me. There was no download. Like, there was Akira. I think someone went to the city, which was two hours away, and got mm. it, and it mm. was not subtitled or dubbed. Nope. Wow. So I watched it in Japanese while I had the flu, and I was sort of passing out randomly. Oh boy, that's a <laughs> that was a fun. That's experience. a hell of that's a way to a, watch Akira. <laughs> That's yeah. not a coherent movie anyway. I cannot no. imagine waking up from the flu at the end of that movie. I would think yeah, I, I did. had gone insane. It was it was like a fever dream. And again, no subtitles, no dubbing, mm-hmm. so it was all in Japanese, which uh, I do not speak. So mm-hmm. You mean you didn't get to hear Leonardo go, Tetsuo! Oh, I have since. <laughs> I know I know those I know those versions very well oh, now, those, but yeah. uh, yeah, but uh, the the big transformation at the end where the monster just sort of yeah. turns into a yeah. big tentacly blob definitely felt very mm-hmm. Akira to me. Very Akira. And definitely yeah. that was the big influence at the time. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, we've definitely uh, seen Robin do the Akira uh, bike stop. Oh, yeah. Well, and and we will see that in Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. We talked about that a little bit oh, earlier, yeah. and we will see it mm-hmm. in like three weeks for mm-hmm. us, actually. Yeah, we're getting real close. Yeah, we are. Um. But Vishal, we touched briefly on your good thing, but uh, let's talk more about this. Just the whole well, Supergirl I'll, of it. I all. love Supergirl in this and in Injustice League. I like this version of her. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about the, her from the comics. Or I remember seeing the movie from the eighties back oh, in the wow. day. Oh God! Uh-huh. You know, where she was his cousin, and for some reason Jimmy Olsen is there or something. Mm-hmm. I think. And, and there was a witch. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, there was a witch. The reason Jimmy Olsen was there is because. Um, Christopher Reeve said, I'm not doing that. Margot Kidder said, I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. They said, uh, who else we got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of works. They're supposed to be of similar youth. Yeah, no, when when she first showed up in this show, she like was hanging out with Clark and uh, met Jimmy, and they had an adventure together. That was mm. nice. But, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like this... I like this version of her. I like, like we said, Barbara was great on Batman. So it's, it's. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see they continued keeping them this way for the runs of Justice League and JLU mm-hmm. and probably beyond. I don't know. What I love is how much of a teenager she is. Like yes. yeah. in, in not in that cynical way, but mm. she really genuinely enjoys being a superhero. Yeah. She loves Please. doing this stuff. This is this and, is pre Joss Whedon. Cynical teenagers hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. There were a lot of like on TV. John Hughes did it in the eighties, but on TV, it was. I don't. I mean, we just came off Batman, which had you know Dick Grayson, like who turned into Nightwing. Yeah, but Dick Grayson's a dick. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but no, I love like the. I've always loved the earnestness of Superman. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that a lot, yeah. and this is a great way to keep that alive while also making her different from him. Yeah, and it's very good. And they work well as a team. They work well to sort of preserve the the mythology of it all. Yeah, but also the wholesomeness of like yeah. we are good people who do the right thing and we enjoy doing this. Mm. There's no mm. like, there's no edginess whatsoever yeah. and I love that. Just happy to be here. Yeah. But we are taking on tentacle monsters, so mm-hmm. well, I mean, that's see, it's it's like when people talk about Star Trek. Like mm. Deep Space Nine was such a dark show. It's like the circumstances were dark. The people, mo- I mean, the Starfleet ones anyway, mm-hmm. were still hopeful Starfleet yeah. types. Yeah. That's the point. That was, yeah. It's the contrast. Yeah. I mean, that sort of brings me to my bad thing since you bring up Star Trek. And again, it's mm-hmm. not really a, a hard, bad thing per se, but Superman and Supergirl just kill the aliens off. 
And yeah. it's a slightly weird thing, given that they're clearly sentient creatures, even though they just keep calling them parasites. I guess they're a threat, obviously, but I don't know. It's not like I'm expecting them to have Star Trek rules where they don't, you know... Uh, uh, he absolutely things, does. But... At this point mm-hmm. in the series, they have established... Like, we did a whole episode about how there was a giant, like, fire monster that was rampaging around Earth, and he refused to kill yeah. it. Okay. Like, that is yeah, very so... much this Superman. So as as fun as it is to watch them, you know, literally tear them in half and have all the tentacles going everywhere and all, it's it is a bit weird that they just kind of end it by literally just killing them. Yeah. That's the thing that always bugs no, me when uh, uh, Superman starts killing parademons, which is the thing I see a lot. It's like, um, excuse me. No, Superman should punch the hell out of robots. Yes. But once yeah. once they're sentient, he's not. He shouldn't be mm. doing that. And they don't, I guess maybe they just didn't have time to do more nuanced things like, you know, him getting infected by them and then figuring out what their deal is or mm. something like that. But you yeah, know. Using the connection to go into the mind yeah. or yeah. talk them out of it or something or like just that. just dump them know. on an asteroid or whatever, you know? like Yeah, something like that. <laughs> just like take them say, well, there and say, that is, now cool off that you That is his cool. move. Because, you know, that those two his... are clearly into each other. That's like both, uh, both parasites are just... Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah. Uh-huh. They're clearly a couple. So one of them right. has one of them has rows of eyes going vertical, and one of them has rows of eyes going horizontal. So that's, they're meant for each mm-hmm. other. That's beautiful. Yeah, of course. It's, it's um, symmetry. Mm-hmm. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, George Lucas. <laughs> no. No, it's uh, it, that is Superman's move to to dump people, you know, on a on, on an asteroid. asteroid or on an island, which he did to Volcana. And Maggie, this kind of ties into yeah, your uh, thing. Volcana comes back in this episode, vo- still voiced by Perry Gilpin, um, mm-hmm. basically for a uh, uh, short uh, a cameo, like, yeah, for a cameo where she fights uh, uh, Supergirl. I was very sad to see her uh, that she got tired of the island and decided to go back into crime. Yeah, Vishal, you you missed this one, but the the way the episode ended was like she was a government experiment type, and oh, and. Okay. Um, Superman said, look, if you stay away from, like, if we keep you away, yeah. f- for, you, you keep your dangerous powers away from innocent deal. people, like, yeah, we will put you on a deserted island. We will make sure you were taken care of with everything you need here, but please don't hurt people anymore. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ended. So it is weird mm. to see her just kind of never. Well, and yeah. then like started out for, for one yeah. joke. I, I was on the wiki mm-hmm. too. And this is the last time she shows up too. So it's just like, oh. uh, no, 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 no. It is the last time she shows up in this series. She will be back in Justice. Oh, that's all right. No, oh. but as a bad guy, mm, like yeah. she'll be part of the Legion of Doom or whatever. Uh-huh. Like she's not. We don't get more into her character at all. I yeah, sorry, Superman. It turns out I really like setting people on fire. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, Gorilla Grodd may be a good offer. So, all right, well, I tried. Um, i I saw your good. I saw your bad thing before I watched the episode, so I was watching for it and. Uh, that entire story, first of all, has about 50 puns in it. Like, it's all really bad banter. And this is part of what I'm talking about, Supergirl being a, a teen. She's got that sort of Peter Parker, Miles Morales, just keeps making bad yep. jokes the whole time thing, <laughs> yep, which I love. I love it. Speaking of Peter Parker, part of my good thing is that her uh, weird uh, friend who clearly has a crush on her in Spawnwell gives her a bunch of comics. And she takes a look at one of them and goes, spider powers? Ew. <laughs> yeah. That is the, what could they be talking about there? Could be anything. Yeah. Um but uh my my point is that's that Volcano story's entirely uh framed in a letter home. Mm. She might have made that all up as well. like there's your out I suppose there. that's true, yeah. She's like, Hey See, that, Ma and Pa, I fought the me, fire okay. yeah, that, that just makes me want to watch the whole episode like that where she's rationing the whole thing. That'd yes. be amazing. 
she's making it like her her time in metropolis was actually really boring clark wouldn't let her leave the apartment so she's just making shit up i'm like no and i said 10 really funny jokes about hot and fire they were so good and then i sent her to jail no no you didn't stop it kara stop lying so maybe volcano's just fine at least until she shows up in justice league yeah right um Let's see. My good thing. Oh, Stephen Root. Mm-hmm. So we tell you. you I, by the way, I love you. St- like he got his Stephen Roots in. That was very good. Right, Plays with that one. I was like, oh, why'd you? Wait, we'll talk about the voice guy in a minute. Why would you put that? Oh, I get. Ah. Okay, very good. Um, is an excellent show. Like for the creepy preacher who's bringing the the you know the the bug eyed mm-hmm. monster to town. He was a great choice. I already wrote that down as my good thing. And then in the third act, when he turns into the big, like, slavering beast, mm-hmm. he's got an excellent, like, angry monster yeah. voice that I'd never Still heard Steven before. Still Steven Root. Like, mm. So good. That dude's amazing. I, I just, I am always delighted when he shows up and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and to think that's Bill Dotrieve. It's just, I know, like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I know you don't know, Vichelle. That's King of the Hill. He plays, like, the, the sort of quintessential bald loser. The saddest man alive. Alone and... Yeah. Rude, I've, again, I've been a huge fan of his since I saw news radio, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. then everything that happened after that. So I'm not surprised. He was absolutely my favorite character in news radio, and then you know he's amazing on uh, on Barry. Yep, oh, no, very good in Barry. He's so good in Barry. He was great mm-hmm. in um, uh, Get Out. Get Out, yeah. Okay. Yep. Also mm-hmm. good. That was that was like I I believe Jordan Peele saw this and said, oh. Evil preacher, huh? I could mm-hmm. use that. Just put that in the back pocket. There is a he similar was, vibe there. He was and he's in a big nerd. Oh brother, where art thou? Yes. Was... Oh yes, he, he was. was. So good in Oh brother, where art thou? Yeah. yeah. I just watched that again recently. Yeah. I forgot. And now, because I was watching, I rewatched it because I was watching Dinner for Five, which is this thing John Favreau did in the early two thousands, no, where he that, talks yeah. to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had Stephen Root and uh, who's the other guy in Oh brother, the third guy, the oh Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Again, great ah. voice. And mm-hmm. they're just so different in real life. They always play these characters, all both of them, that it's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I I mostly knew Steven Root as sort of like... Uh, I was sort of fussy and picky or just sad. Mm-hmm. And just hearing his sinister voice was just... Oh, yeah, perfect. Um, My bad thing, though. Mm. I should be over this by now. This happens all the time. It's just how action cartoons work. But the coincidence... Of Kara stepping on the bus to Metropolis mm. as mm. evil Steven Root steps off the bus. <laughs> and this this thing that wants to conquer the whole planet really starts in Smallville with the Kent. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. The, thi- the thing right. I do like about that is that this is the only time we've had something weird happen in Smallville. And the show's almost over. That is, so. Well, that's mm. not true, but it is true that it's the only random mm-hmm. thing. Like, people have gone to Smallville because Superman's yeah. from there, so... But yeah, you're right. That's a good like point. I I know from the old Superboy comics, like Smallville was just the 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 town in the middle of Kansas <laughs> where everything happened all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh fuck, Brainiac's it was... attacking again. That's weird. I mean, Smallville is basically this uh, you know surrogate for every small town in America. Right mm-hmm. here, they. Yeah. I mean, here I'm actually I'm glad they situated it in. It's supposed to be two days from Metropolis by bus or something. Mm-hmm. Rather than most of the TV shows, which are just like, oh, Metropolis is just over there on the horizon, or you know, yeah, it's down like a the distant street. suburb. Yeah, yeah. How... here it's actually somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. 
oh no, we get this extended sequence of her riding the bus and it is just miserable mm-hmm. and it reminds me of every story Maggie's told me about riding well, buses. Well, I mean, funny you should say that because it's by quote. Oh, what do you got? Uh, okay. This is, uh, this is the other role Perry Gilpin uh, portrayed in this episode, which is annoying woman well, on oh. a bus. Well, they always do that thing where if they have a voice performer, they'll, they will double mm-hmm. them up and, and they did that here. And I have absolutely 100% been on this bus God, I'm glad I I moved. <laughs> Finally said. Look at that field, Eugene. Would you say those are rutabagas or turnips? I'd say turnips. Really? I'd swear they were rutabagas. No, Lena, them's turnips. Now, Eugene, I know rutabagas and I know turnips, and those don't look like no turnips I've ever seen. Brain imploding, shutting down. Young lady, maybe you can settle this. You see that field out there? Would you say those are rutabagas or turnips? Yeah, yeah, that is that is so good. And and then they do a nice callback to it at the end mm-hmm. where Supergirl's mm-hmm. like, I'm happy to be in my boring life. And then the Kents have that exact yep. conversation. Yep. <laughs> Which she was snaps cute. Pa Kent's neck. I, I have been in the car with, with adults who had that conversation and continue to. You know what? She's... She's got a pile of comics. Just read your comics. Yeah, read your comics. That always works for me. Mm-hmm. Please stop hey, talking to me. before kids had iPads. Yeah. Um, I think this episode, like, I, I enjoyed, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not against the horror aspect of it by any means. Mm-hmm. I thought the design was cool. I thought the concept was cool. But I do think once things got going, it just sort of ran in place for it a while. It did. It did. Yeah. My uh, my summary's pretty short, just because it's like yeah. Not a well, lot there's not much on. to summarize. Yeah. A lot of the, punch. the whole middle section is just the kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they you know they find out more about the creature and this and that, but it's it does run in place. And it's also it's a plot that I've definitely seen like a million times. You know. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, it's 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 like what body snatchers, right? Oh like, yeah. The, the, the basic yeah. sci-fi idea of like a whole town of people being taken over. Yeah. And like I've seen, serving. I've seen this movie eight trillion times. Like you yeah, know, me too. Yeah, and that's fine. Like the the DC, like these are for kids, and we forget that sometimes because mm. they can be so good. But that doesn't mm. mean they have to be simple. Well, you know? yeah, and it's great to have like a uh, like a kids' first exposure to this kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got to learn about uh, alien ba- parasites somewhere. Exactly. Tentacle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like the thing, like, I I think the problem was that the fight sequences weren't interesting enough. Like, if you're going to be mostly action-oriented, you need to mix them up and make them different. It Mm -hmm. was just Superman Mm -hmm. fighting tentacles. Like, eh, Yeah, there is such a thing as just too much action, and this almost went there, but the animation was good. So as an an adult, as an animation geek, you can kind of be like, oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'd say there's too much action, but I think varying the action. Like, put in a Lois motorcycle chase. Put in a, you know, like, make it different. That's all. No, it's like in the previous episode, there's this wonderful, like, just physics gag where Superman is squaring off against this this uh, submarine that has this large, you know, drill screw on the front of it. And mm-hmm. he basically just holds onto it and stops it. And then the sub spins in reverse and just you know, yeah. gets destroyed. And that's, that's fun. That's full on cartoon bullshit there, but it is, yeah. it is fantastic. Yeah. But it, I... it works in your head as a kid, which is enough. I did like there's a similar moment to that where he's fighting the tentacle thing and he keeps shooting it with his heat vision and the mm. thing figures that out and just like covers his eyes mm-hmm. like stop oh, yeah, that yeah. that's the hole that's coming out of stop yeah, it it's very, it very good and Superman's just like sort of flailing around with his eyes covered like ah oh, where is it I can't I have no object permanence where is it if only Daredevil were here 
<laughs> That's just a rumor. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, there's a there's a bit where Superman looks through a microscope and then uses his supervision to double up. Yes, yeah, what, I have that in my notes. Is that how that would work? If I can combine yeah. my uh, ability to see really good with this microscope's ability to enhance seeing, I could see through time. I could magnify a million percent. I don't think that's... But, mm. but the good thing is that leads to the revelation that his X-ray vision is the thing that can actually yeah, get rid of it, not the heat vision. So Right. No, and but I like it that. Is, yeah. Go ahead. No, as it, it is, it's, it's fine, but it's not explained all that well, so mm-hmm. you don't make the connection later. No, because I, they've it, chosen to make his X-ray vision just this weird, flat, white color, so... Right. No, I I, yeah. I like it because they're in they're in the hospital visiting Ma Kent. You know, who's just some yeah. farmer lady yeah. who uh, oh mm. Superman and Supergirl are here visiting. That's a little that's weird. odd. Yeah, but you it makes brought sense. this particular farmer from Kansas. Okay, uh-huh. all right. Uh-huh. I mean, you're Superman. You're everywhere all mm-hmm. the time. But really, here yeah, now. <laughs> Here's all these other farmers you've rescued from around the world with various mm. weird diseases. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll look at those people too. Nah. Nah, I'm here to see her. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So this 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 giant turnip infestation from China, just not a priority this week. Yeah. I don't no. think they're turnips. I think they're radishes. I mean, they could be rutabagas. We haven't That's figured true. that out yet. That's true. I'm just glad that yeah. we're here to figure this out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really asking the important questions. Yep. Star Labs is just full of lousy with farmers. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Say, we got a different scientist than Professor Hamilton. Oh yeah, that was time. weird. Oh. Like she must be the alien biology specialist. Well, I, I love Professor Hamilton. I love the character of him. I like his friendship mm. with Superman. But he mm. does have that thing where he's sort of the all-purpose scientist, and yeah. I like them having specialists. Mm. You know, well, that's a very comic thing too. Just like oh, yeah. it is Hamilton exposition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how I mean, it's like how Bibbo was. Like I only know Bibbo from the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time I was seeing him in uh, the animated thing, and he was kind of there everywhere in those. Early nineties yeah, was, was right very case. strange to me. He's been in the he series was... since since the pilot. Like mm-hmm. he's hang he's hung around the background. This is the most we've seen him, but yeah. he's been hanging around the background okay. the whole time. Yep. Yeah, because in the comics that I read, he had you know suddenly he had like a burger business or something. I think that's or, yeah. yeah. He was okay. a big I remember, Billy burger. I remember he was a millionaire for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They just sort of gave him everything whenever the plot needed uh-huh. it, <laughs> which is a very comics thing to do, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. I but know, to but... your point about him, about the villain just kind of showing up on the same bus, mm-hmm. it's fine from a sort of, again, it's from an efficiency standpoint yeah. for animation. Yeah. It's like, okay, you don't need a separate scene to, you know. Right. The usual trope would be she gets on the bus and she leaves and she's like, nothing ever happens here. And then you see his shadow loom yeah. right. coming in, you know. Which might have been as cliche. Here she just doesn't ever notice the threat, but it then... It's shorthand so that she doesn't have to recognize him later and be like, who are you? No, like, I'm the guy who showed up five seconds after you left. Mm-hmm. No, and it's, I I also briefly thought, okay, but what if they'd shown Kara going off to college and this happened in the small town where her college is? Then it's not so coincidental. But yeah, yeah then you don't then, have the Kents. Then that would be Transformers 2, and we should never speak of Transformers 2. I mean, I never did until you just brought it up, so thanks for that. No, I I just thought like, but then if the Kents aren't in it, like you need that personal, uh, you need the personal right. involvement. So I get that. They could have been there visiting her. I don't know. I'm doing that thing where I'm trying to rewrite the episode. Yeah. 
I mean, the small, Smallville, the TV show, was a Monster of the Week TV it show. It was, yeah. And that mm-hmm. was just, you know, a few weeks later, a few years later after this. So mm-hmm. It was much yeah, they... more of a, of a Monster of the Week show than Lois and Clark was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was supposed to be a sort of a romantic comedy, no? Right. But yeah. they kind of did have, you know, superheroes showing up once in right. a while. Mm-hmm. But Smallville was just totally like, oh, what's happening in Smallville this week? You know, there's and a monster, it, uh, I guess. And it was always kryptonite-related, too. It's like, ah, some kryptonite gas infected the local water supply, and now uh-huh. squirrels yeah, I mean, shoot lasers out of their faces. In 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 that show, Lex lost all his hair because he was exposed to the kryptonite or something mm-hmm. of Superman's ship landing. Yep. Okay. Or something like that, so... I do I do have a very soft spot for the incredibly stupid origin of the reason Lex Luthor hates Superman is because he made his hair fall yep. out. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world, mm-hmm. but I love it. But I I mean I only see it like the first season or so small bit. Yeah. But it was nice that they were actually friends for a while. Those two the yeah. two actors kind of had a nice dynamic. Mm-hmm. Well, and it went on for eighteen years oh, or yeah. something, so Oh, yeah. I never watched it regularly, but my brother was a big fan for a while, so it was always kind well, of Well, they long. shot it in your hometown. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, I know even... Is it a it, Vancouver joint? Or a... It's, it's specifically, the, like, the small town I grew up in. Yeah, oh. the suburb of Vancouver. Like, not even that, Vancouver, uh... the way The Flash is filmed in Vancouver. This was filmed down the street from my house. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I would, when, when I was dating Amanda, like, because, you know, they're all from the same town. Mm-hmm. And, like, go, I would drive through and I would see, like... I I wouldn't recognize it, yeah. but uh, they they would point out, hey, they're shooting Smallville yeah. right now. Like, oh, really? Uh, Al is very efficient. They're uh, the friends, wives, all in the same mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out real well for all of us. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Yeah. <laughs> no, the um, um the the coffee shop on the show was the local theater I used to go to all the time, so wow. that was always very okay. strange to me. Yep. I I just finished watching all of Psych, which uh, is a decent show mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm, uh, and it's set in Santa Barbara, but they they they, they stop pretending that they're not shooting in Vancouver after like the first ten episodes. Ma- I don't know why they don't and just they're, set they're, shows in Vancouver I know, right? and be done with it. Yeah, Mal was Mal's a big psych fan, and she was showing mm-hmm. me like the pilot or whatever. And yeah, it's really fun. It, I'm like this, and you're just spotting uh, locations. I like, literally oh, I that, they I drove that. past my old co- the comic store I worked in for ten years. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, then I should go back and see that pilot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can see me through the window looking bored. That's not true. <laughs> uh, all right, we should probably yeah, wrap this it, up. Any anything else about uh, about Unity? Uh, uh, spring break sure means something different nowadays. Boy, it sure does. <laughs> okay, so I, this might just be an American thing, but hmm. it's all it really is is you get some time off you know, from school for a week or two in the spring. Yeah. And, and it this turned is into high this, school, right? It, it, uh, high school and college. Yeah. Um, okay. But it, it's turned into this thing where college kids would then go to beachy places and do trashy things. Mm-hmm. And right. that's how everyone knows it from like MTV and stuff. It's like going to yeah. Daytona or whatever yeah. and flashing your boobs and, you know, whatever. Yes, all I, those like movies that were set during spring break. Right. Yes, I will have a margarita made in my mouth, Michael. <laughs> spring break woo but but the basic concept of it is you get a week or two off school is all so that's right. that's what that's the part that applies to Kara is what I'm mm-hmm. saying not the not the tawdry parts just the she has a break from school literally a spring break um anything else that's uh that's everything I got Michelle yeah no that's it it's a good solid episode with tentacles mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I like the other one better. But yeah, yeah this, I mean, w- the other yeah, one also had tentacles. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there were some octopi. Yeah, yeah but those were tentacles for goods. Yeah, it was a good week for oct- for uh, for tentacles. Mm-hmm. Cephalopods. Cephal- yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cephalopods. Kids love cephalopods. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Mike Mignola. Uh-huh. <laughs> Him especially. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that's all for this time. Yeah. Michelle, you got anything you would like to plug? Uh, actually, yeah. If we have the time, sure. It's, of course. Um, I am currently uh, co-producing and will co-host a show that's going to be, it'll be put out on YouTube. It's called... Uh, it's called, um, oh my God, the name is literally, <laughs> because I'm like editing it right now. I was getting uh, so excited. Yeah. I don't know about this project. It's called Stationary Test Drive. Mm-hmm. Yes, we uh-huh. know the, what the pun means. It's Stationary Test Drive by Inky Memo. It's uh, where myself, my brother Samir and our friend Minjal, we uh, take a look at uh, stationary. Mm. Uh, every week we look at uh, either uh, a tool or some kind of, uh, other, you know, either pieces of paper. Like, for example, we're looking at, uh, a pilot parallel pen, which is this fancy pen with a flat nib uh, that's used by calligraphers. Mm-hmm. And Minjal is a calligrapher, so she's done some calligraphy. We, Samir and I, are more in illustration and design. So we we test out these tools every week for about 15 minutes each episode. Uh, we report on what's good about them, what's bad about them, using them for lettering or for uh, craft or art or illustration and things like that. It's fun. There's, you know, there's... Uh, some art to see, a bit of history on things whenever we know stuff about that. Uh, all I, sorts of fun. And I it'll drop seeing... sometime in in oh, December. So good. I love seeing people like talk about stuff that they are super passionate about. Mm. And I know this is something you yeah. and, and no, your brother... No, this is absolutely in our wheelhouse. Like we yeah. figured we'd have trouble maybe filling up time. But no, each, each episode mm. is about 15 minutes right now. We do the art beforehand. Otherwise, that would, it would go on for hours. But right. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a few in the can already. I'm editing oh, more. We're we're trying to shoot some more. It's just because it's unlike this show. We can't. It's a lot like this show. Mm. You know that we're like you said. We're very geeky about it, this stuff. Very passionate about this stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a whole list of stuff we want to get to, but uh, because we don't all live in the same place, it's getting a little hard to right. figure out shooting days. Sure. Uh, and getting us all together. But yeah. Oh yeah, video is uh, much more difficult than than podcasting to pull off. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've tried to keep it as simple as possible. Just one camera pointed down at a table. So you'll see a lot of our hands. So mm-hmm. tell all your hand fetishes out there in <laughs> addition to your craft fetishes. If you want to see three people uh, poke at pieces of paper and at writing implements and things like that. There are definitely people like that it. out there. But also, like, like initially, I have to admit the subject was like, well, I'm not that into that. Wait a minute. You are, mm-hmm. which means that's going to mm-hmm. be interesting to watch because you yeah. guys love this yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, and like, we I'm have back three, in. Yeah, three different, very different takes on it. You know, Minjal's mm-hmm. a very uh, accomplished calligrapher and her work is the way she uses a tool is very different than the way I am will use it. So right. uh, you'll, you'll get to see interesting things there. In, Excellent. In so it's, uh, do you have the uh, YouTube channel set up yet? or um, I don't think we have the, we might have an a, a YouTube channel. It's run, running through this thing called Inky Memo. I N K Y M E M O. It's on okay. social media. You can find it on Instagram and on Twitter. And I, there are videos that are that uh, Samir and Minjal, who run the 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 site and the brand, have already done. They're they okay. are themselves working on things like uh, branded notepads and things like that mm-hmm. for the brand. It'll oh, be stationary related, of course. And right. I'm uh, producing this thing for them. And mm-hmm. co-hosting and enjoying myself at it. We're 
done a bunch yeah. of nice nice things that we hope you'll enjoy if you enjoy this kind of format but it's just a glorious 4k video of a table and mm-hmm. <laughs> a bunch of hands on it then you well i mean we that. we did invent the uh the review format i have to say yes, like, yes. Uh, yes. it's nice to see people taking the tools that that we created yeah. and, i mean and doing something we, we keep it loose but we do do good things and bad things about these things mm-hmm. <laughs> i i will expect my royalty check of course <laughs> of course um, but also, if they follow you on social media, then I'm sure yeah, when, yeah, when the project be, drops, they'll... Uh... Yeah, you can follow me on social media at allvishal, A-L-L-V-I-S-H-A-L. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, you'll find links to that when it drops in December starting. We're editing up the first set right? and it'll be out. No, that's smart. Get a, get a few in the can first. Yeah, um, no, we, we, we very wisely, I've, I've taken your advice and we're, we're shooting three, at least three episodes every time when mm. we, we meet, so... Oh, my, my cut just got a little bigger, I think. I'm, I'm also an advisor on this project. Uh, we are also on social media mm-hmm. at Algar and... Uh, I am at uh, Maggie Robots. If if you followed the previous Twitter name, it, it has just changed over. Yeah. But, uh, but if you're following fresh, uh, make, make sure you follow yeah. that. Uh, we are coming very close to the end of this uh, series, actually. Mm-hmm. the Next week, we are doing the final three episodes because it's an odd number of episodes. We're doing three next yep. time, and that's it. Next week, we are doing the third of three Batman crossovers, uh, The Demon Reborn, spoiler, Rachel Ghoul. What? Uh, Not Etrigan? Uh, I don't think Etrigan shows up. Does he ever show up? He must show up in Justice League. He's in Justice League, yeah. He does. Not in this show. Um, And he rhymes. Yeah, I don't... Did he do that the first time? I don't remember. I think now. so. At least they made an attempt at it. I, I don't remember him rhyming in the uh, in the Batman episode, but... Uh, mm. okay. No, he didn't. He might in Justice mm-hmm. uh, But uh, anyway, we're doing The Demon Reborn, and then it's a two-parter called Legacy that that rounds out the series, mm-hmm. which um, is the payoff of all this uh, dark side, fourth world stuff. Yep. So, uh, Ooh. Uh, and while I have not been a huge fan of that stuff, I will say that story is very good. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. But that does mean... The following week, we will be answering your mail, so please, please write to us. It is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. I'm super excited to see what Vishal has for uh, cover I, art I, for that episode. <laughs> this the I won't spoil it, but the idea for this cover has literally been in my head for a year, so oh, I wow. hope I'll be able to do justice to it. No pun intended. Well, you know, you knew we were doing Superman, so you had some time yeah. to think on it. So yeah, yeah. So I had I had ideas in mind the, when we did the first one, which was the old chum ad. Uh-huh. I I knew that I was going to do something with. I think Harley and Ivy in the second one. I didn't know quite what it was. Mm-hmm. That was I knew some. What the that was some. Was. Uh, some internet bait right there. And, uh-huh. and look, oh I'm, yeah, that's not a. That's not a complaint. No. But, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, fun yeah. fact. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show, but all the quotes and all the the poses and even the title was they're all slight reworkings of existing Harlequin novels. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I had to. I I did much, you know, creativity there. I just no. You put you as I recall, you put like a clown reference here and a plant reference yeah. there, but otherwise you you just like, yeah. Tweak I the literally existing. just took yeah. So thank yeah. you to whoever those those Harlequin writers are. You were mm-hmm. spot on in 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 making something that was I, I think memorable, and I enjoyed mm. working on that. And Absolutely. hopefully the next one too. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, all right, so that's all for this yeah. time, and we will see you next week. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.